Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on a kind of a wet Thursday, I guess. <laughs> and I hope you're doing well. Got some, got some gaming tonight, I hope. I hope this game doesn't get canceled. Had a good, good chat last night at the Tavern Chat. You got to come by sometimes on Discord server. Talk to Eric Tinkar. You can probably get a word to him through his uh, Tinkar's Tavern blog or the Facebook page. See if he can hook you up. So that would be a good thing. <laughs> I'm also catching up on episodes of DuckTales. The first season, the new one. I like it. It's a lot of fun. And I think somebody should be... should. Not me, of course. Somebody should create a Savage Worlds version of DuckTales because it is pulp to the first degree. It really is. And it's a lot of fun, let me tell you. Anyway, what I want to talk about is you guys know I'm all about the hacks and the shortcuts and things like that. And I've been pointed in a few good directions. I've seen books of... Dungeon dressing and making dungeons and things like that. And, you know, things like Vornheim points me in a good direction to do that. And I like dice drop boxes. I have a dice drop box. I have a few charts for it, too. But I don't mind dropping dice on, say, a piece of graph paper. And why I would throw dice on a piece of graph paper, you ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. It's a way to make a dungeon. You figure out how many rooms you need, and grab that many dice, no matter what they are, D4s, D6s, D4s would probably work best because they won't roll. They won't roll. And so you just drop them, and that shows you where to place the rooms. And you do it like a flowchart. You just draw circles around the dice and then figure out how they connect to one another just by drawing lines. You can do this on blank piece of paper, too. So... That tells you. Now, adjunted to that, and of course there's the five-room dungeons, which this works out well for. Now, I wanted to come up with a series of charts, if I can. I don't know if I can do this or not. Series of charts of different types of dungeon rooms. And what I mean by that is come up with an idea of, okay, Every dungeon or tomb or something like that, mainly, let's call it, say, dungeon, will have certain basic rooms in them. They'll have an entrance, they'll have sleeping quarters, they'll have a kitchen, the things like that. And put that on a chart. Okay, these are the things I need. And then come up with subcharts to tailor it to the type of dungeon you're using, a la, okay, a tomb. Minus the kitchen, plus catacombs. And come up with the different things that would be in a tomb that isn't the basic stuff. And then just sort of mix and match. And what's in there and how it's, you know, it's done, that's up to you. Tricks, traps, monsters, treasure, that's all on you. So that's one, that's a way to do it. I think there's a value to that because it really makes anything that'll make me think harder, <laughs> I am for. And I hope that will help you out too. The dungeon creation is one of my bugaboos. 
because I, I run a lot of wilderness adventures just because of that. I don't mind there being an occasional dungeon. I find that this is going to sound funny coming from me, but I think dungeons should be logical. You know, the whole ecology of a dungeon and all that. But it also should be logical of not only, you know, you put stuff in there. Why is it there? How do they survive? Blah, 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 blah. But also, why is this dungeon here? No character I know of will willingly want to go underground. That's a generalization, but it begs the question they should have a reason to if they do. I think that dungeons should be few and far between. There may be little mini K. I mean, and if you're talking to, I'm talking dungeon as a generic thing. Could be a ruin. Could be a you know down underneath ruins. It could be under a pyramid. It could be in a cave, or whatever. And somebody is living there, or things are living there, and that kind of thing. They should have a reason for being there, not just because oh we're adventurers. There's a dungeon over there. Let's go down. No, 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 no. No, it's got to have some kind of some even if it's a if it's very tenuous that would be good too. Secondly, dungeons classic I'm using the air quotes classic dungeon with tricks traps and monsters doesn't make sense if you're using a working dungeon. What I mean is if it's a dungeon of a mad alchemist or wizard or some kind of temple with acolytes and a high priest and things like that you've got to make them logical too in other words don't put your your traps in obvious places and you know that's the whole thing of traps but what i mean about the traps is don't make them logical i guess this is all going to be about the logical game because people won't put up traps if they have to use the place every day now they may, if they have to leave, they may set the traps up. But if you've got like a temple with acolytes, you don't want them like having to dodge stuff just to do their own thing. You, the traps have to be logical. They have to be set in certain places. There's a reason traps are there. The reason being is they're either trying to keep something in or they were trying to protect something. That's why I don't put very many traps in my dungeons i tend to go lean more towards monsters because monsters can be set up to protect things protect whatever usually like you have a guardian monster or a trap uh, in front of a treasure room that makes sense you want to keep people out of your treasure room and you and whoever it is owns a dungeon they probably know how to get in there they probably have a few trusted people maybe but the whole thing is there's no reason to have a trap just to have, just to kill people off and keep I mean yeah traps to keep people out. I can understand that. But I put those more towards the front. Once you start getting in the living areas and things like that, that's when I that's why I use more monsters and things like that. Any traps I usually use if I'm using a written module, I'll use those. Yeah. Because they put them there for I'm I'm trusting on the logic of whoever wrote the damn module on this. But unfortunately, everything has to be logical. And what I mean by that is it doesn't have to be possible. It has to be plausible. There's a difference. Something can be possible without being plausible. Me falling over from a heart attack is possible. Me falling over from a heart attack right now is not plausible because I'm not. 
That's a stupid example. Let me try again. <clears throat> a bridge falling. Possible. A bridge, a bridge falling and Superman keeps it from falling and puts it back up. Plausible. If superheroes exist in your world. So that's plausible. That's why I said it doesn't have to be. It's a suspension of disbelief thing. It doesn't have to be possible. It has to be plausible. So you have a lot more things like deadfall traps or pits or spikes or things like that. Now, anybody who watched, say, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first one, the first part, those traps, they're trying to keep keep you out. That's a temple. They don't want you grabbing their, their big goodie at the end. Yeah, they're trying to keep you out. That may, in fact, it, it even kind of lures you in a little, and then you have to figure out how to get out. So tricks, traps, and dungeons have to be plausible and logical, unfortunately, because I like to go gonzo. So if you have any thoughts on this, drop me a voicemail at Anchor, or you can drop me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Don't forget, we are monetized now. It's a monthly thing like Patreon. So as low as 99 cents a month, we can keep the lights on and keep this going. How about that? Anyway, I gotta go start my day. So I hope everybody has a great day. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. So I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.